Chapter 2 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1, by Knut Gershet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 2. Scandinavia in Prehistoric Times. How long Scandinavia has been inhabited cannot be determined. When history, about 800 AD, first lifts the veil of darkness which envelops the remote past, we find a people far advanced in civilization, possessing a high social organization, art, laws, and even some degree of luxury and refinement. No detailed account can be given of the people's life and development prior to this period, but archaeology has been able, through numerous finds of relics of antiquity, to establish some important data regarding prehistoric conditions which make it possible to trace in large outlines the greater phases of progress and the mode of life. Iron has been in use in Scandinavia since about 500 BC, and the period from 500 BC to 1500 AD is called by archaeologists the Iron Age. Other metals were in use earlier. Articles of gold, copper, and bronze were brought to Scandinavia from southern Europe as early as 2000 BC. About 1500 BC, bronze seems to have come into general use in the making of weapons and edge tools. The period from 2000 BC to 500 BC, when iron makes its appearance, is therefore known as the Bronze Age. Prior to this era, weapons and implements were made of stone, wood, bone, and horn and this earliest period is called the Stone Age. In this period, two different epochs were noticeable, the Older Stone Age and the Younger Stone Age. In the Older Stone Age, people seem to have lived almost exclusively by hunting and fishing. Their clothes were made of skin, their tools and weapons of horn and bone. They had only one domestic animal, the dog, probably a domesticated jackal. No graves have been found from this period. The most important remains are the great shell heaps, Alfaldsdinger, Kirchenmerdinger. These heaps consist of mussel and oyster shells, and of bones of fish, birds, and animals, such as the bear, urox, wild boar, deer, wolf, fox, etc., embedded in which are found arrowheads, spear points, and other stone weapons and implements, together with fragments of earthenware and articles made of bone and horn. The Younger Stone Age gives evidence that great progress had been made in many ways. Stone weapons and tools were made, as a rule, of flint, which was the best-known material for edged tools. They are nicely polished and graceful in form, bearing evidence of the taste and skill of the makers. Agriculture may be said to have begun, since both wheat and barley are known to have been cultivated. Nearly all the domestic animals were introduced, which can be seen from bones found in the graves from this period. The importance of flint from Denmark to the Scandinavian peninsula, of which there is evidence, seems to show that navigation, too, was in the process of development. Of special importance to the study of the Younger Stone Age are the many graves preserved from this epoch, a great number being found especially in southern Sweden. In Norway they are found in the southeastern part. They may be divided into three groups, the dolmens, the passage or gallery graves, and the stone coffins. The dolmen consists of stone slabs reaching from the bottom of the grave to some distance above the ground, so placed as to form a circle, and a great stone slab is placed on top as a roof. The bottom of the grave is made of sand or gravel. These graves are made for a single body, which was usually buried in a sitting posture. The gallery graves are constructed very much in the same way, but they are burial chambers of considerable size, supplied with an entrance passage. They are sometimes twenty feet long, twelve feet wide, and six feet high. The stone coffins consist of stone slabs placed on edge, with other slabs placed over them for a cover. The custom of constructing such permanent abodes for the dead rests, no doubt, on the belief that the spirits of the departed continue to exist after death, much in the same way as in this present life. 
the grave was to be a suitable habitation, supplied with such necessaries as they might need. Clothes, weapons, ornaments, even food and drink were placed in the grave with the dead body, and offerings, probably connected with the worship of the spirit of ancestors so common among early peoples, were, no doubt, performed on the flat stone forming the roof of the grave. End of chapter 2